0: Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for Likutei Halachas, Yoredeya Hilchas Kavoid Rabboy Vetalmat Chacham, Halacha Gimel, Paragraph Gimel. We dedicate the learning today Leilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yitzchok Menachem Rabbi Israel Yechiel, whose yard is today on Hey Yor, and also Horav Moshe Yaakov Ben Chaim Akiva whose yard is today. And Yaakov Moshe, Yak Yaakov Bereb Moshe Davidovich, whose yard site is today, and Rab Chaim Aryeh Bereb Meir, whose yard site is today. And we and also Lilo Nishmas, Yente Fradel, Bas, Rabbi Harini and for a complete Rafua Shalema for all those that need it, including. Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Dvoira Gila Simcha Bas Ruve Mordechai Ben Hana, Daniel Ben Lea, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, Gittgenendol Bas Sipoira, Lebalea Bas Sipoira, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlemanisim Ben Mazel, Avram David Ben Hana, Sorigitol Bas Chana Riva, Hindachasa Bas Miriam Esther Bas David Lei Ben Shana, Baruch Mordechai ben Tali, Avigail Brocha bashiradvoira, Chaim ben Rachel, Nisim ben Rivka, Chaim Arye ben Bracha. Simcha Sora bas Ahuva, Idis bas Miriam Brindle, Micha Sora bas Adasa, Sora Yehudis bas Sora, Yehudis Ruchama bas Havarus, Shemin ben Rachel, David ben Beheia Shendel bas Leia Beheia basi bas Shendel Sar Rochel bas Yuspehendel Gilah bas Procha Hadasa bas Yisrael. Paragraph Gimel. Based on what we've been learning here and based on chapter 8 in the second half of Likut Imran, which this haloch is based on, we'll understand the importance of why we say so many praises, so we singing the praises of Hashem throughout it in, in all of our tefillah. Psuke de Zimra as our rabbis have established for us, the reciting Psuke de Zimra, all of those prayers there, which are full of, of Hashem's praises. Because Rabbi because Rabbenazal explains over there in chapter eight in the second half of Likudemran, Shekol Hatoorim, Vahashavokim, Shono Meshabhanois Borach. That all of the titles and nicknames and praises that we we praise Hashem, kulam heim bebechinas hamedame, all of them are in the category of medame in the sense that we realize that we can't describe Hashem accurately. There are no words that we could use that will describe Hashem accurately because we we can't see Hashem. We don't understand Hashem. So all of these terms that we're using, HaKel, hagiba, Vahanoira, Kel are all things that are similar to, Medame means similar to, it's, it's like our perception of Hashem. Take a look towards the end of the chapter on the Kutumran where Abedin Azal speaks about this. V'chol kefima shezoriche And each and every single person, to the degree that the person succeeds in accomplishing birur hamedame, birur hamedame means to be able to clarify the confusion in this world. Good and bad are mixed together. There's a tremendous Mixture of everything and, and a lot of confusion because of that reason. And one of our missions in this world is to clarify, to bring clarity to the madame, to be able to recognize what's really good and what's really bad, and to be able to separate them. So to the degree that a person is to accomplish birur hamadama, to that degree that worse person will be able to and will know how to how to speak about hashem how to how to praise hashem properly ubir hamedame nimshach mi and Rabbi zal shows there on the kutim that this birur hamedame is achieved when there's a flow of ruach hakodesh the divine spirit of hashem shenimshach al and this ruach hakodesh comes based on the degree of kavod, the degree of respect that's being shown to Hashem and, and to proper causes that deserve to be respected, to parents, to rabbis, to Torah, to holy places. Nimtza, therefore we conclude, hashvachim vatoorim that by us reciting these praises and these titles about Hashem in our daily prayer, That gives us the ability to be able to recite more praises and better praises of Hashem. Because these praises of Hashem and all of these titles that we use, which are a form that itself is a form of Biror Hamedame. Haim Hagdolas And this is a form of showing great respect to Hashem. Because by saying all of these great things about Hashem, we're we're showing we Increasing the respect for Hashem. Nimshach And Rabbein Azal shows there in Kutimran that when we increase Hashem's kovoid, that brings about a flow of Ruach Shahideze which brings Biru Hamadameh, And when there's biru Hamadameh, we're able to praise Hashem properly. So it's a circle. So Rav Nosan Zal shows here that by praising Hashem, which is coming from Birur Hamedame, which is an, a display of an increase, increases the covet of Hashem, that will lead us to higher, greater and greater levels of praising Hashem. And with this we'll be able to understand why in the section of the davening in the morning called Psukei Dezimra, from Ashrei until Vayivorech David, each one of the paragraphs ends with the word halalukah, and the next paragraph begins with the word halalukah. So we're completing a paragraph with the word halalukah, and starting the next paragraph with another halalukah. Shetzrichen leshalshule shulei halaluka bosar And as we find, the Torah Shulchan Aruch points out that when we're, when we're davening, we're supposed to connect, we're supposed to chain together the halaluka which closes paragraph one with the halaluka that opens paragraph two. Hainu Kanal. And this is exactly what we just spoke about. Shekolma, Shema Halanois,, halaluka. The more we praise Hashem, and we say especially this word, the give praise to Hashem, Alidayize biatsmoy halaluka. That becomes a springboard for the next halaluka, for a higher halaluka, for the next paragraph in the davening. and this is also what we find in Tehillim. Shiru lay, zamru lay. Sing to Hashem, sing to zamru elikim Zameru zamru elikim zameiru, zamru This repetition, this doubling. And so too we find in many areas where the praises of Hashem are mentioned, it's in this double format. Because the more we sing and praise Hashem, that gives us the ability to get to the next level of praising Hashem. And this also explains the, the fact that some chapters in Tehillim begin with the words Mizmar Ledovid, and some chapters begin with the words Ledovid Mizmar. Vam and the Gemara says in Psachim. There were times when Dovan HaMelech would receive a flow of Ruach Hakodesh of the Divine Spirit of Hashem, and, and that would bring him to this song. And there were times when first David HaMelech would sing, and then he would be able to draw this Ruach Hakoidish upon him. Ha'inu canal. This is exactly what we spoke about earlier. Kihol b'chotalia because these two are dependent on each other. Lefamim sometimes alidei hashira shoimer, as a result of these songs that a person is singing the praises of Hashem shehi hagdolas kevodey which is a form of showing great respect to Hashem ze nimshach ruach shalov. By doing this a person draws the divine spirit of Hashem upon them. Ki ruach hakodesh nimsha ha-kovoid. Because as Rabbi Zal shows there in the that the way that we draw this ruach hakodesh upon ourselves is through kovoid, through the proper respect. The way that Rabbi Zal explains this over there in Likut Imran, he quotes a pasuk, Beshivim Nefesh Yordu Avoysenu leMitzrayim." When our forefathers went down to Egypt, it was a family of 70 people. Yaakov Avinu and his family were 70 people. The first letters of Beshivim Nefesh Yordu Avoiseinu spell the word Navi. So there's a connection between nevua, and the 70 souls, the 70 basic souls that make up the family of Klal Yisrael, Yaakov Avinu and his family. And we know that the souls originate from the Kisea Kovoid. So that's one of the ways that Rabbein Hazal shows the connection between Kovoid and Nevuah Nevuah is a form of Ruach HaKodesh. Vechein lehepach, And so too in the opposite order. Sometimes Dover HaMelech would receive a flow of Ruach and that would lead him to say a song of praise to Hashem. Because when there is this flow of the divine spirit of Hashem, like in the in the form of Nevoah, that's one of the forms, we said that brings about that purifies the medama we quoted the pasit biyad hanavim adama shaydey say daiko ykhin allah mashira and when there's birah medama that prepares us that gives us the ability to sing praises of hashem dahinol sader shvach mutarol nashmis barach shenimshach mebirah medama which comes from this birah medama shenimshach meruach hakodesh ruach nvuah so Ragnostic is tying the dots together. So these two are directly dependent on each other. Sometimes the order is Ruach HaKodesh, song, and sometimes the order is song and the next level of Ruach HaKodesh. getting back to our topic with this we understand the postulate that says stand up for an elder and beautify the face of an elder an older person because the whole concept of getting older and old age in this world draws from the concept of zikna above in heaven, ikar and we know that that's where nevua comes from, shahu With Navua, we said is an aspect of biror hamedame, shehi And one example of this Navua and biror hamedame was Hashem giving the Torah on Har Sinai. When all of us experience this prophecy, seeing Hashem kavyochan shehu ikir shleimus hanavu el yoina, matan Torah is one of the highest forms of of nevuah of this prophecy. Kama shemavur sham ba Torah as Rabbeinu Zal elaborates on this over there <speaking> in Likutim Oran, v'oz nidma lahem Hashem yisborach hiszokein molei rachmim, and the Gemara tells us that. During the time of Matan Torah, Hashem appeared to the Jewish people like an elderly person filled with kindness. So that this concept of Zoken as it applies to Hashem kavyocho the concept of Zekona Chachma, the spheros of Chachma and Bina, which are the highest levels of Kedusha, which is the source of where prophecy comes from, And that's where all holy, elderly people draw their Zikna, their old age. Ki HaZikna Bir Ham, because Ranozal says, based on what Raben says there, the main reason for a person getting older in this world is to get more clarity about life, to achieve this biru Hamedame, to be able to understand better what's really good and what's really not good. Bishvil Bishvilegamunak. and as we learned in the previous year, the more biru Hamedame, the more emuna in the world. Because Rabbeinu Azal explains over there in Yikut Imran, emunah is in that which you can't see and in that which you cannot understand properly. So therefore, the more we're able to bring clarity to the area where there's lack of clarity, to Medameh, the more we're going to get closer to emuna, to proper emuna. Rabbeinu speaks about this over there in paragraph seven, in in the chapter eight and the second half of Likud Ram, where Rabbeinu Sal says, I'm reading from Likud Ram now. When the Medame is repaired, ho ho Through this, we establish real holy emuna, and we get rid of emunas kozvias. We remo- we get we eliminate all kinds of false beliefs. Because Rabbi Zal says here, the ability to believe in Hashem, remember, believe means that I don't understand. The ability to believe in Hashem is dependent on koyach hamedame. Because in that which a person sees or and understands completely, you can you don't apply the, the term emuna, faith, believe. The real emuna applies where there is no clarity of sechel. And then when there's no when a person doesn't understand something completely, it's in this state called medame. Vishom tzrichen emuna, and that's where we need emuna. So the main emuna is within the framework of medame, and therefore, the more there's hispashta sanevua, which brings about birur hamedame, through that the emuna gets gets better and better. And then he goes on to say, we know that the medrash tells us in Parashat Lech that there are ten madregas of Emunah, there are ten levels of Emunah, corresponding to the Ten Commandments. Because again, when Hashem gave the Ten Commandments, it says, Ponim beponim diber Hashem, imochem. HaShem spoke to us face to face. That speech of Hashem was prophecy. And therefore, through the ten levels of prophecy, which are the Ten Commandments, we're zecher, to believe in Hashem, to believe that Hashem created everything with the ten statements of creation. Therefore, Rabbi, Rabbi concludes, therefore, Ikra tikkun ho'emunah is through ruach Navua. The main tikkun of our emunah is through this prophecy. So, continuing back inside. This is why Hashem gives us long life in this world. Another day and another day kedei shayeske baray viama ruach so that we will be able to try to draw upon ourselves some of that light from this nevuah from this ruach hakodesh mebkhinas zoken molay from this aspect of hashem that's described as zoken molay racham an elder who's filled with kindness shamishom shayul shzikna that's where long life are, draws from. It draws from the aspect of long life by Hashem, so that we will achieve higher and higher levels of biru hamedame, k'dei and so that we will be able to reveal emuna in the world. Bebchinas, as the pasuk says in Tehillim, chapter seventy one. And Hashem, as I get older and older, don't leave me, meaning don't unplug me, don't let me die. Ad agid Ledoer, until I'll be able to tell over your greatness to the next generation. To all those that come, I'll be able to tell your your great strength. That's our mission in this world. That's why we. That's that's what we're getting older for. Vialkein ad Avraham Loi havazikna, and this is why the Gemara tells us in Baba Metzia, page eighty seven that up until Avram Avinu, this concept of getting older didn't exist. It's by Avraham Avinu that the Torah uses the word VaAvraham Zaken B'abayomim, Ki Hu Harisha Shekila Elekusa because he was the first one who was broadcasting Emuna in the world. Veze UveMoishav and this is also the concept of what it says in Tehillim that in a gathering of elders they will praise Hashem. Because people who are getting older properly, people who are living a proper old age, that means they're accomplishing this And that's what gives the ability to give the greatest praises to Hashem. And this is also what the Pesach refers to at the end of Chumash Dvoren, Ask your father, and, and he'll tell you. Your elders, and they will tell you. Again, they'll, as uh, people that are older, if they're living a proper type of life, they're more enlightened. They have a greater degree of Biro Hamedame, Bechinas mizikeinim Esboynon. And as it says in chapter one nineteen of Tehillim, from elders I draw true understanding. Remember, esboinon is Bina, and Bina is from which, from where Ruach Hakodesh nevua, originates from. <laughs> Because the main reason why Hashem allows us to get older and gives us the ability to get older, and in this context, older means smarter and better, is so that we should clarify the medame as with with as we're getting older, and so that we will be able to enlighten our family, and whoever we can speak to, whoever is willing to listen to us, about emuna, faith in Hashem. And therefore, because Avram Avinu was the first one who was really involved in broadcasting emuna and passing it on to his son Yitzchak Avinu and to, to the next generation, to broadcast the emuna in the world, that's why the Torah tells us that this process of zikna, getting older and wiser and smarter, began from Avram Avinu. Ki iker hazikna because this is really what getting older is all about. Rav Zal continues hazokon The Zohar Kodesh and the Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that the heirs of the beard, remember that in Hebrew the word elder and the word beard are the same word, zokein. So now Rav Zal says the heirs of the beard come from a very, very, very high spiritual place. Shesham Shoira That's the source from which the Torah receives its light above the Torah. shem klala Because the thirteen tikunim of the beard that the Zohar Kodesh speaks about re- represent the thirteen formulas by which the Torah is defined. And which represent the entire Torah. V'Alkein Matan Kanal, and that's why the Gemara tells us that when Hashem gave the Torah on Har Sinai, Hashem appeared like an old man with a white beard, Kaviochel, full of kindness. Uklal toiro Klal Kol and what the entire Torah is really all about is all the different levels of prophecy. As the Torah defines what took place on Harsinai, Sinai, it describes it and defines it as Hashem speaking to us face-to-face. Hashem speaking to a person is what we call prophecy. As Rabbi Nazal says over there, Validay nevuah ubirur hamedame, and nevuah leads to birur hamedame ubiyad hanaviyim adame. Shaydeze zaychin leemuna. And when a person's medame is perfect, when a person has achieved birur hamedame, which means this person has achieved clarity where there's un- where everybody else is unclear. Shebeshvilze iker hazikna vahasevra. And this is what getting older and elderly people are really all about. It's people who have come to realize the sheker of this world. The more a person lives in this world, if they're leading a proper life, they've reached higher and higher levels of not being fooled by the nonsense of this world and realizing that there's something much bigger, much greater, which is Hashem and Emunah and Hashem. Question: What did we mean before when we said that through birohamedame it gives us the ability to recite more praises and better praises? All of the praises are already written there in the siddur, and all a person has to do is just say them. It doesn't depend on his on their birohamedame. Not not true. Two, first of all, two people could be saying the same words, Hagodoyel, Hagibor, and one person is saying it and. Doesn't really understand, doesn't really feel what it means, and another person saying it in a completely, completely different way. A, a parable, remember, we've told the story of Bardichev Bardichevzal, that he grew up in a family that was not part of Chasidus at all whatsoever. And and Yitzchok at one point left home and went to learn by the Mezrit the closest student, the one who took over after the Baal Shem To'ev. And the Rebbe Yitzchah became one of the giants in the world of Hasidus. So one time, after he came back home to his parents' house, and his father wanted to tease him a little, so his father said to him, So tell me, what did you learn by your great Rebbe, this Rebbe you went to? So he said to him, that, Rabbi Yitzchak said, I, I learned that, that, that there's a Hashem in the world, that Hashem created the world, and Hashem is the one who operates the world. So his father was like laughing, you know, that's what you had to go to a Rebbe for, you know, everybody knows that. It? So his father called over the maid, they had a maid in the house, Shprenzer, come here, who created the world, who runs the world, who's, who owns, who's everything? Hashem, of course. So he looks at his son. So you and her are like, you know. So Reb said, Zizokt on ich She's saying it. I know it. Implying that just because a person says, I believe in Hashem, just because a person says the words, no two people are alike in how they're saying it. Whatsoever. Two people davening Shmon or saying Yishtav or saying de Zimra. No comparison in terms of what one person is feeling and realizing when one person says Hashem is great and another person says Hashem is great. And it's two completely, completely different perceptions. That's number one. Number two, in terms of how much... There are some people who for them, that's more than enough. Shachris. I don't need to say Tehillim. There's, There's Tehillim and Shachris. Another person says, no, 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 I want to read the whole Tehillim. And that's not enough. I want to read, I want to read, I want to get hold of any book that has praises of Hashem, that expresses gratitude to Hashem. And then we have a person's own hispiditus, where a person speaks to Hashem in their own words, expressing their gratitude to Hashem, expressing how great Hashem is to me, that kind of thing. A question about that it's hard to focus on singing Hashem's praises sincerely as there are many praises in Psuke de Zimra and it makes staying connected difficult. The, the answer is that the more a person learns, the more a person learns Torah and the more a person grows in their connection to Hashem, the more a person finds it easier and enjoyable to to every single word of the tefillah, especially every single word of praising Hashem, we know that it's, it's an understatement, that everything we're saying doesn't come to one one billionth of describing the greatness of Hashem. So again, the more a person gets closer to Hashem through the study of Torah, through performing mitzvahs, by coming close to the tzaddik, the more all of this takes on meaningfulness. We have the story of the Baal tefillah, the 12th story in Sipurim Isis that Rabbein told where he describes what the Baltfila did and he says that the Baltfila would take people out of civilization and bring them close to him and he would teach them he would teach them about Hashem, Emun and Hashem and he would teach them about Tfila. and Rabbein writes there that these people their greatest pleasure was praying to Hashem person would say most people, the majority of religious Jews, pray because you have to. I have to say these words. And most people, Rabbi Zal mentions this in Likut Imran, they're they're, they're looking forward to getting over it, to finishing the davening already, to to get on with life, either to go, go to work, to go eat breakfast, or even to go learn Torah. The prayer is something they just want to get over with. But the more a person learns about and Hashem from the tzaddik, the tzaddik gives us a level of and Hashem and recognition of Hashem where there's nothing as enjoyable as as praying to Hashem, as speaking the words of praises. Just like, again, unfortunately, there are many people who when they hear that we're not saying tachnon today, wow, hey, one less tefillah. And again, it's it's hard to imagine that this is... Religious Jews, unfortunately, sometimes, and those that are connected to the tzaddikim, they're relishing every single every single word of tefillah. Of tfailah is like another delicacy. It's lahavdil, like a person in a restaurant, and they bring out another salad, another delicacy, and you know? wow, this is so great. Lahavdil, these people, another word of tefillah, another prayer, a fast day, you know any sp- all of this spirituality that's their greatest pleasure that's the real pleasure the term birr hamedame what it really means the answer is it it there's a lot of a lot of explanations for what birr hamedame is but what it, what it means on a certain basic level the word medame means when what it means it could mean fantasy, imagination, which is a form of sheker, something that's not real, not a hundred percent real, not the real truth. When there's when something is a hundred percent real and it's it's clear, then it's obvious. When something is not clear, now we're not sure: is it this or is it that? That's this term medame, and birur hamedame means. Clarifying, being able to get to higher and higher levels of clarity where there's unclarity, and being able to separate the good from the bad, being able to recognize within the medame, within this mixture, what's really good and what's really bad, and to be able to to focus on the good, to connect to the good, and to stay away from the bad. All of that is under this title, this term of birah medame. Any other questions? Yes, another definition of Biram is discovering the emes where it's not obvious. Now, Rav Nosanzal takes us into a discussion about Chanukah and how that relates to all of this. And I mentioned once before there's a chapter in Likut Imran, one of the first chapters in Likut that speaks about Biror HaMedame is chapter 25 in Likut The word Medame, Mem Dalet Mem is Bigematria Chanaka. And in Likut HaLochah, Hilchas Chanaka, the first Halocha in Hilchas Chanaka speaks about chapter 25 in Likut Imran, which is all about Biror HaMedame. And again, 25 is the 25th day of Kislev, which is when Hanukkah comes out. And 25 is also the magic number that's associated with faith in Hashem. The, the, the most obvious, clearest declaration of faith in Hashem is Shema Yisrael Hashem O'Rikeinu Hashem Echad. The Shema has 25 letters. And in fact, the Sforim explain that the word Hanukkah is chanu chafhei. They rested on the 25th day of Kislev. But they explain, note, the Greeks were anti-faith. They wanted to try to substitute Greek culture for our Torah, to replace our Torah with Greek, Greek culture. The Torah is Emes. The Torah is the book of Emes. Secular culture is midame, it's make believe. It looks like Torah, it looks like Chachma, it looks like knowledge and wisdom, but it's make believe knowledge. Compared to the emes of the Torah, the culture, the Tarbut, and especially Tarbut Yevoni is the opposite. It's the opposite. It's called Chachmais Chitsoinios, that kind of thing. And all of this is included, again, that one of the places that Rabbein discusses this is over there, chapter 25 on the Kutimran, the first halacha and Hilches Hanukkah. And now Rabbein is going to speak about it again over here. But for paragraph hey, V'zehu, I'm sorry, no, no, not up to there yet. And it's for this reason that we're required to respect old age. Because the main thing in this whole formula is the kavoid, the proper respect. Because by us showing respect for elderly people... Ali deze nizgadel bechinas haruach nevuah ruach hakodesh that increases the flow of prophecy ruach hakodesh shali deze birur hamedame which leads to Biru hamedame shehu Tikun hu sheze ikra kol which is the most important thing in everything that the ultimate purpose of everything is tikkun hu Ki hu hu emuna because the main thing is emuna. Kama yisham rabbi seinosal as the gemara says towards the end of makas ba chavakuk veheemid on alachas chavakuk came along and summarized the whole Torah in one point. Vetzadik be emunasa At a lives with emuna. So by us showing respect to these elders, By doing that, I'm connecting to and drawing upon myself the source of holy old age, which again is from Hashem, from the highest levels of Hashem, from Chachma and Bina. From the Zokin Mole Rachmin, Shehi Bechinas Ruach Nevua, Shaydeze Zoichin Lemuna canal, Ki Iker Bechinas Ruach Nevua, Shehuktusha Sazikneveseva, Nim Shehe Salidei Ha Kovod. Because the main way that we draw this prophecy, this holy old age, is through Kovod, by showing proper respect. And this is also the concept of showing respect for one's rabbi. Note again that when the Jews came to Har Sinai, and there was unity among us at the time, we were united, and we were 600, all 600,000 neshamais were there together, gathered together at Har Sinai. This was the incredible kavod. (coughs) And then when Yisrael came to join he put the whipped cream and the cherry on top. Because Rabbi Nezal says in the greatest kovoid to Hashem is when a person who is far away comes and joins. So the preparation for that flow of Nevuah, Ruach HaKodesh, which took place at HaSinai, was this incredible increase of the Kovoid of Hashem by all of Kal Yisrael gathering together in one place in unity. And then... Putting the whipped cream and cherry on top, having this guy, Yisroy, who worshipped all the idols, him coming and joining Klal Yisroel. Question in the chat What does Ruach Nevuah, what does the term Ruach Nevuah or Ruach HaKiddush mean regarding regular people like us? The answer is it means revelation of Hashem revealing Himself. Any any aspect, any revelation of Hashem is a form of Ruach HaKodesh, Ruach Nevoah. And each and every one of us, on our level, when there are things that we see sometimes, where Hashem is sending... Rabbi Nezah begins chapter 54 in the Imran by saying that Hashem is broadcasting every single day to the world and to each and every individual person. He's sending us thoughts and words and actions in our interaction in the world to every person in every location all the time to, to bring us close to Him. That's, this, this, is, this is a concept of this Ruach HaKodesh, this Nevoah coming from Hashem one aspect of it is these messages that Hashem is sending us. Paragraph A. V'zehu seva tokum, v'yorei And now we understand the question that the Pesach says, stand up for an elderly person and have fear and respect for Hashem. Karidei ha'kavoid le'zokin Because through the respect that we show for elderly people, that brings this flow of Nevoah, and when the emuna is fixed completely, is completely repaired, then we're to those things that Azal speaks about, at the end of that chapter in the Kutimran, At till we to bring that voice of Hashem Kaviyochel that waters the garden. When Odom and Chava were in Gan Eden, and when the ate from the eight Sadas, and then they went to hide, and then uh, Hashem said to Odom or where are you? And he said, "Eskoilch, shamati Vaira, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was filled with fear. Adam Rishon said. Rabbein Asal explains over there that that. Coil of kedusha, which is the sound of the Shoifer. it's the sound of Hashem speaking to the Jews on Har Sinai, it's the sound of a tzaddik when he's giving proper rebuke to a person. The coil hamurkia haroi, gedelim kol and Rabbeinu shows there that that coil is what nourishes and nurtures all of the flowers in the garden, all the sweet smells, and all of the yira, all the different types of yira of Kedusha. <coughs> because we know that, that the Pesach says about Moshiach, v'harechoy b'yiras Hashem. His smell, his aroma will be Yera Hashem. We see the connection between reach and yira. And Rabbein Azal expounds on this over there on the Imran. Now we understand the connection between these two parts of the pasuk. That after the pasuk tells us to, to show respect for an elder, it says, Have hazokin Because by a person showing proper respect for elders, Zeh zeichen lemuna, by which was Zerchetemunah? Aydeze Zerchetemunah. Rabban Azal shows there at the end of that chapter in the Ketuman that leads to real, proper, holy Yira. Any questions? Question Let see. <coughs> We'll take it up. I want to do a little more in the Likuti Alokas, and then we'll take it up, that question. Mm-hmm. Paragraph of b'chinas shehi means renewal. That was when the Beis HaMikdosh became new. <coughs> the, Greeks, the Greeks had tried to defile, to make Tomei the entire Beis HaMikdosh, and the Jews were able to discover a vial of oil that the Greeks had not been metame, and from that came forth a new light that was that began the renewal, of the of the purification of the beis hamikdash. <clears throat> By us performing and fulfilling the mitzvahs of Hanukkah. We draw upon ourselves the holiness of the Beis Hamikdash, the and all of this. What's the main, ultimate purpose of all of this? To reveal and broadcast faith in Hashem to the world. Shazeo <coughs> Iker. That's the most important thing. Ki Iker Shleimus HaEmuna Rak Bezman because real, perfect emuna was only when we had the beis HaMikdosh. kol The beis HaMikdosh was a composite of all and a gathering of all levels of holiness. Shali and it's through this kedusha that we're to complete emuna, shehi iker hakadoshah, which is the, the essence of holiness. Admarzal as Rabbeinu Zal writes about this in chapter twenty-two in the Kutimran. Rabbeinu Zal there brings a pasuk. Just a moment. Hmm. A pasuk in Tehillim, I believe it's VeEmunascha beKahal Kedoshim, if I'm not mistaken, showing the connection between Kedusha, Kahal Kedoshim means a gathering of holiness. VeEmunascha beKahal Kedoshim that that's the ultimate purpose of it is Emuna. And with this we understand also <coughs> there's a pasuk the, the, the sanctuary of Hashem was prepared by Hashem's hands. The hands represent emuna. Moshe Rabbeinu's hands were outstretched in a, a display of faith in Hashem and praying to Hashem. <laughs> <coughs> because the real <coughs> highest level of perfection of emuna is rooted in the Beis HaMikdash, where there were miracles taking place on a constant basis. <laughs> and it's from the Beis HaMikdash that emuna is broadcasted to the entire world. <laughs> Because, as we explain, emuna requires birur hamedame, which is accomplished through a through prophecy, ruach hakodesh. hakodesh And one of the main centers, the main center of Nevu and ruach hakodesh, is the beis hamikdash. Shechem hashchina That's where the divine presence of Hashem was strongest. And it's from there that all the prophets received their prophecy and Ruach HaKadosh. As it says in the Chumash, Moshe Rabbeinu heard the voice of Hashem coming from between the two cherubs that were on top of the Orin in the Mishkan, in the Beis HaMikdosh. The first letters of bain Shnei Hakruvim spell the word Moshe, the, the leader of all the prophets. V'chein mevur b'hatoy ranal, Rabbi Seinazal, and so too Rabbi Nizal says this over there, in chapter 8, in the second half of the Ikut regarding the Gemara that says, Oili shehechrafti es beisi, v'sorrafti es hecholi, v'iglesi es bonai. <coughs> that every day an announcement comes out from heaven <coughs> of Hashem saying, Woe is to me that I destroyed my house and I burned my sanctuary and I exiled my children. Mavoy <laughs> Hashem, Rabbi Zal explains over there, <laughs> that the Beis Amikdosh is this center of Tefillah, ki Beis based <laughs> and that's what brings about this respect. Ha <laughs> That's this hechal, this sanctuary. nimsha <laughs> from which prophecy comes from. I and Shum take a look in Likut Imran, where Aben elaborates and explains all of this. We'll hold off over here for now. <coughs> a question in the chat two questions number 1 that the revelation of hashem's kovid brings about this ruach nevuah we know that kovid is always associated with malchus The, the when the when kovid is proper when kovid is being directed towards hashem towards the Torah, towards holy towards tamidei Chachamim, towards parents. <clears throat> that's the that's Tikkun HaMalchus, which begins this process of taking us up the ladder. Above Malchus, we have Yesoid, which is a pipe, which leads to netsach and hoyd. Netsach and hoyd are those kruvim from which prophecy comes from. Prophecy which originates up in Bina. It originates all the way up in Bina. It's brought that the word Bina is the base is Bina, the Yud is Yesoid, the Nun and He are Netsach and Hoid, which describes the flow, this flow of holiness coming from above, which gets initiated through Kavoid, through Kavoid. That that's this process here. I'm giving it to you briefly over there in Likutim Ram, Ali elaborates on this and gives us Psukim and other proofs to show all of these connections. Question in the chat, how the Breslev Gadolim relate to Yom Ha'atzmaut? After all, Eretz Yisrael was taken back from the Umay Sulam on the 5th of Iyar, And that's a huge step towards the Geula, towards actually being Me'kabel Eretz Yisrael. How does Breslev relate to this? <coughs> the answer is that unfortunately there was tremendous controversy and conflict in Klal Israel. When that event took place in 1948, when they declared the state of Israel and some of the nations of the world were agreed and some didn't agree, a war broke out at that time. All the Arabs that surrounded in eretz and in Eretz-Royal said, what? what state of Israel? And a war broke out and people were killed, soldiers were killed, non-soldiers were killed in 1948 and and unfortunately the people that were involved at that time in the, the the leadership the earthly leadership were secularists people some of them who were non-religious some of them who were anti-religious who made it perfectly clear that this state of Israel has nothing to do with Judaism or Torah that and and for all intent they they at first they were planning on on they came up with a plan to set up this land in Uganda, if people are familiar with that. Hashem somehow made it work out that it just so happened to be that this state of Israel was established on the land, the property that Hashem gave to Avram Avinu thousands of years ago and said that this land will be for you and your children and all of your descendants. Now there's a Pesach in Tehillim. King David, who is the ultimate leader of Klal Yisrael, says in Tehillim, Vayiten lohem is, <laughs> va'amal lo'umim yirashu, that Hashem has given us this land, which was inhabited by other nations and. Baavor Chukov, in order that we will be able to observe His laws, the Yin Yinsairu, and we will observe the Torahs, the or, the Written Torah, the Oral Torah. Hallelujah! That's how Moshe, That's how David HaMelech ends chapter one hundred and thirty-seven in Tehillim. So therefore, as far as the Jewish nation is concerned, Eretz Israel to us is. Is inseparable from the Torah. There's no such thing as an Eretz Yisrael without Torah. And therefore, there were different reactions in Klal Yisrael at the time. There were people who were elated because they felt this is, the, this is a beginning. This is a beginning. And there were people who, who believed that because the people that are leading this are, are anti, many of them are anti religious, and the, the stories that came out and are still continuing to come out today about what a level of what effort those leaders put into ensuring that people who came to Israel, the especially the Sfarim from Taman from Morocco and other countries, to cut off their payas, to feed them non-kosher, to insist on giving them non-kosher food to make sure that they desecrated the Shabbos and everything, there were many religious leaders that saw this, that said, this is not something to celebrate, this is something to cry over. This is disaster. They're they're trampling Judaism. They're destroying Jews. They're they're, they're murdering Jews spiritually, which is worse than murdering a Jew physically. That was the response of some people. There were some people that believed that even though they realized that that's true, but there, there, there are religious people in Eretz Israel, and it looked like there would that this might be the beginning of some possible thriving of Judaism in Israel, despite these leaders, despite their agendas. So there were very mixed reviews at that time, and throughout the in Breslau itself, there are Breslavers that that span the full spectrum here. My Rebbe, Rav Rosenfeld, always spoke about Eretz Yisrael with about Eretz Yisrael, not Medina, Yisroel, Eretz Yisrael, with deep love and respect. And in 1948, he was one of the first people, one of the first rabbis to travel to Eretz Yisroel. <coughs> However, again, his traveling to Eretz Yisrael was to meet the religious Jews in Eretz Yisroel, the tzaddikim in Eretz Yisrael, and to connect with them. He was careful. He generally avoided saying anything bad, even about the Israeli government, even about these anti-religious Jews. He avoided speaking about it because we try not to focus on that, you know. And he mentioned that unfortunately there was a lot of politics involved at the time, also in Klal Yisrael, where because the political leaders at the time were these secularists. They were the vast majority and they had the control because of that. That was one of the reasons why many of the religious people who were looking for positions, who were looking for political positions and control and saw that it wasn't in our hands at all, went totally against. Had there not been that kind of scenario, it's possible that the religious world would would have accepted more the joy and celebration of the, the declaration of the state, etc., etc. So there are very mixed feelings about this. Halavai, we should be to see, we see what's going on today in Eretz Yisrael. We see that, that for years, the, the leftist government and the leftist press in Eretz Yisrael and the leftist Supreme Court were in control, and they made believe, they said, no, 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 this is democracy, this is ruled by the majority, this is fair, 100% fair. And, and when a new government was elected, which is not as leftist as they were, and the new government mentioned that part of their agenda is to shake up, so to, to take away some of this control, this grip, this strangling grip, that the previous government and the the press and the Supreme Court this strangling grip to try to block anything religious from expanding in Eretz Yisrael, revolution, anarchy, no no no, no rule by the majority anymore. The minority will will burn everything that will destroy anything and everything, to, in order to get our way. Rahman of we hope and pray that Moshiach will come that the the leadership of Hashem, the malchus of Hashem and the malchus of Dover HaMelech will be established, you know, permanently. And and then we'll see what Eretz Yisrael is really about, we'll see what the Jewish nation is really about. Wishing everybody a wonderful day, we should be zayuched today. To, to celebrate the, the fact, those of us that are living in Eretz Israel or those of us that, that come to Eretz Yisrael, to appreciate that we're able to come here, we're able to live here, we're able to do mitzvahs to try to fulfill the Torah here, and we should be zechat to see the Gulah Shleima when everything will be clear to everyone. Mitzvah.